Welcome to the Fifth Quarter Podcast. My name's Rick Samprin. Dane Evans and Brandon Banks hooked up on a game-winning touchdown with just over a minute to play as the Ticats rally past the BC Lions at Tim Hortons Field. This is the Fifth Quarter Podcast on AM 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. Still underway at Tim Hortons Field. It's one of those long games and uh, tonight has been, well, there's there's going to be lots to talk about when this game officially ends. There's just over three minutes to go at Tim Hortons Field, so we'll bring you the highlights as the fifth quarter is underway on 900CHML on 900CHML.com. If you're listening on the Radio Player Canada app, thank you for doing so as well. It's free to download or uh, watching on CHML's Facebook page. So I'll give you, I can't give you the play-by-play because, well, we just can't do that legally, but I'll give you some of the highlights of uh, what is going to transpire over the next three minutes of playing time and it'll probably about five or six minutes of real time. This has been really a back and forth game and uh, it is currently led by the BC Lions 34 to 28. It was 34-19 BC very early on in the fourth quarter and the Tiger Cats have slowly clawed their way back into this football game. Mike Riley just a series ago for the BC Lions had to leave because he suffered uh, what looked like a right ankle injury, but he's played very well in this football game. The BC Lions have come to play tonight, coming into this game with a record of 1-6. and six. Of course, we know the Ticats 5-2 and two leaders of the East Division, but this BC team, and I, I knew this was going to be the case. We fit the three-minute warning at Tim Hortons Field, but I knew this was going to be the case. BC at 1-6, and six, they have not played well this season. Uh, we knew that they were coming off the bye week They were going to be fresh. They were going to be hungry for a win. They have made more changes to their offensive line, which has really been their Achilles heel this season. And uh, they, as I mentioned, they've come to play tonight. Mike Riley nearing 300 yards passing. John White is at 120 yards rushing. Brian Burnham has a couple of touchdown receptions. He's over 100 yards receiving. Lamar Durant almost at 100 yards. Uh, One of the stories of this game tonight, and I'm sure the callers will bring it up, is going to be penalties. And this Ticats team, for whatever reason tonight, has played an undisciplined contest. Right now, BC's been penalized six times for 53 yards. That is a more than respectable statistic. The Tiger Cats, more than double in both categories in terms of penalties and yards. 14 penalties for 109 yards. And very few of the penalties are good ones. Now, no penalty is a good one, but you know what I mean. We have the undisciplined holding calls, unnecessary roughness, illegal procedure, pass interference. Al Bradbury's officiating crew has been more than busy tonight. And the Tiger Cats have stubbed themselves in the foot. I'm also a little disappointing. Uh, disappointed, rather, at the play calling offensively for this Ticats team. The run game has basically evaporated. Yeah, we know Sean Thomas Rollington is out with a a leg injury. Yeah, we know that Malik Irons went out last week with an injury. Anthony Coombs is not the answer full-time. 
as a starting running back in this league? Cameron Marshall coming into his first game as a Tiger Cat. He has seven carries for 40 yards. But they've also used Braylon Addison in the backfield. Brandon Banks has been in the backfield. Dane Evans has carried the ball a couple of times. It's been primarily a running back by committee tonight, and it has not worked for the Ticats. The BC Lions defensive front has nullified Hamilton's run game. Dane Evans tonight, a little bit better. A little bit better. He's he's getting there. He's approaching 250 yards passing. Good completion percentage. He's over 70%, so that's a big plus. And he has no turnovers. He has a touchdown tonight to Brandon Banks on the first drive of the game. Evan scored touchdowns. It's been a few field goals from Liram Haralahu. And, uh, well, one of the highlights of the game is Frankie Williams' kickoff return for a touchdown, which broke a CFL record. The ninth kick return for a touchdown this season. That is a new all-time high in one year in the Canadian Football League. Frankie Williams' 108-yard return. It was spectacular. And he nearly had a punt return. Well, he did have a punt return for a touchdown, but it was called back for an illegal block. Another dastardly penalty that the Ticats had to take. There's under two minutes to go at Tim Hortons Field. Lions, led by a wobbly-legged Mike Riley, uh, continue to lead 34-28. And uh, Riley will be sacked for the third time tonight. And that's one of the... Big storylines as well tonight. Mike Riley coming into this game as the most sacked quarterback in the CFL this season. He's been hauled down, well, coming into this game, 25 times in seven games. And for the third time tonight, he's been brought down this time by Big Teddy Laurent. Uh, Dylan Wynn and Jagera Davis have the other two sacks. Uh, Announced crowd tonight, 23,308. Again, announced crowd of 23,308. Mike Riley really hobbling on the sidelines for the BC Lions as they'll have to punt back to the Ticats, who have an opportunity to win this game. They're down by six. They'll get the ball back with just under 90 seconds. And will it be a Ticats victory or a Lions victory? It'll come down to Hamilton's offense and whether they can move the football. They've... They've moved it from time to time today. The first drive was outstanding. First drive, five plays, 67 yards, three runs, couple of passes, just under a two-minute drive. Uh, and it was a Dane Evans to a wide-open Brandon Banks for a 32-yard touchdown. They got the two-point convert. They're up 8 nothing. Everything is looking good. About seven minutes later, though, here come the BC Lions. Mike Riley throwing a 47-yard touchdown pass into the hands of Brian Burnham, who beat Richard Leonard like he should not have been beaten. They went for a two-point convert. It was no good. So it was 8-6 for the Tiger Cats after the first quarter. And can you believe that the Ticats are going to be in scoring position thanks to another fantastic special teams play? And with just over a minute to go, the Ticats will have it first and 10 deep into B.C. territory. And it looks like, yeah, Frankie Williams once again taking it from the Hamilton 30 down the near sideline, and the Ticats are in business. So again, we'll bring you the latest greatest here on the fifth quarter on 900 CHML.
Wow, 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 wow. While we were in the break, holy cow. Ticats have tied this football game. Dane Evans to Brandon Banks on a beautiful throw, an even better catch, and it's 34-34 with 62 seconds to go. Unbelievable. Ticats are an extra point away from taking the lead after being down 34-19 at the start of this fourth quarter. Wowzers. Brendan Banks, by the way, one heck of a player, as we all know. My name is Rick Samper, and yeah, this is the fifth quarter. It's powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Thanks for coming along for the ride once again. Lines will be, well, actually, the lines are open. I was going to see the lines will be open in a couple of minutes, but I'm sure you're waiting a couple of minutes for the end of this fantastic football game. We're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. Hello to all our friends watching online. Man, what a fun game. As this plays now under review, are they saying that Brandon Banks was down by contact before the end zone? That's my only guess. And uh, I wouldn't say what a turn of events this would be, but with a minute, or just over a minute to go, Ticats would at least have it, at the very least have it, first and goal at the goal line. So he is touched by a BC defender, and ooh, I think he broke the plane before his knee went down. This should be a touchdown. This should be a touchdown for the Ticats. But what a phenomenal throw and catch from Evans to Banks. Offensively, this this team has a lot more that it can do. Had a great drive at the start of the game, as I mentioned. Had a great drive at the end of the first quarter and into the start of the second quarter. Only turned out to be a field goal, though, as they took an 11-6 lead. And... Had a great drive at the three-minute warning in the second half. And, I mean, you couldn't really call this a great live because Frankie Williams basically gave Hamilton the football on the uh, BC uh, 23-25-30 yard line. Ruling on the field is a touchdown now confirmed by video review. Wow. BC on the verge of going 1-7 and seven now if... Liram Haralahu can split the uprights. His last extra point attempt, by the way, was wide left. And this one is good. So it's Cats 35, Lions 34, just over a minute to go. Uh, Mention penalties. Let's get an update on penalties because this is one of the storylines of tonight's football game. 14 for the Ticats, 109 in terms of yardage. Uh, BC Lions penalized six times for 53 yards. And Brandon Banks has a couple of TD grabs tonight. Nine catches for 137 yards for Mr. Brandon Banks. Brian Burnham on the BC side has six catches for 118 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Might be our two top contenders for player of the game. I don't know. John White has got to be in the discussion as well. 15 carries, 124 yards on the ground, two rushing TDs. He's had a very strong game. And there's another guy who should be player of the game uh, conversation, and that's Frankie Williams. He's got a 108-yard kickoff return for touchdown and a huge punt return that uh, set up 
what could be the game-winning TD for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Cats could be on the verge of going to 6-2, and two, which would be a big win for Hamilton, giving that both Montreal, and we can talk about this game too, Montreal losing to Saskatchewan in a rained or lightning-shortened game uh, last night, and then Edmonton doing the Ticats a favor and beating Ottawa last night, 16-12. to So a win tonight for the Ticats would push them a clear six points ahead of Montreal and Ottawa. That would be big. That would be huge, knowing that next week the Ticats are in the nation's capital to take on the Red Blacks, leading them by six points at this point of the season. That's pretty darn good. Uh, Montreal's three and four, Ottawa three and five, by the way. And if you're keeping track, uh, the Argos are still one and six. They got the bye week this week. So just over a minute to go, BC does have an opportunity to still win this football game. I mean, there's 40 some odd seconds to go. They're close to midfield after Mike Riley does his thing with Brian Burnham, who's having another outstanding game. And if BC does come back and kicks a game-winning field goal, uh, my guess is Ticats fans will be somewhat dismayed because you know they had all the opportunities to win this game, but the offense, I thought primarily, did not do a very good job. Uh, but friends, this game is going to be over, but the Ticats just intercepted Mike Riley, and it's Richard Leonard. Second interception of the ball game for the Ticats. Tunde Adelike got the other one. And Hamilton is going to be going to 6-2. and two. That is a mammoth win. Mammoth win for the Ticats. With 32 seconds to go. Wowzers. Hamilton 35, BC 34. Again, 30-some-odd seconds to go at Tim Horton's field. Defense came up with a couple of big plays tonight. Not as many as I had hoped for, or at least was expecting. But earlier on, I expressed my thoughts about how I thought this was a funny kind of game, that BC was fresh coming off the bye, they were 1-6, they were hungry, and um, they played well tonight up until... About a minute or so to go (laughs) when the Tiger Cats took over. Uh, Daver on Twitter writes, at Rick Samprin, what a win. Player of the game is Speedy B. Wow, hashtag fifth quarter. And uh, I think most people are going to be voting for Brandon Banks. He gets my vote tonight without a shadow of a doubt. I I would give Brian Burnham a close second and Frankie Williams third on the podium. But Brandon Banks does it again. He scores the first touchdown of the game, and he scores the last touchdown of the game. And this is a heartbreaking loss for BC. I mean, now you're 1-7. Devon Claybrooks, rookie head coach, how do you rally the troops after a game like this? After a game that they were leading 34-19 to at the start of the fourth quarter. They're eight points back of Edmonton, Saskatchewan, and Calgary. That's a lot of points, and it's not even Labor Day. They're now 1-4 and four on the road. They're 0-6 in their division. They need a ton of help. They need at least 
a couple of teams, I think, out west to just poop the bed. I don't think it's going to happen, though. Tough luck for BC. Big win for the Ticats tonight. Not officially over yet. But with uh, 28 seconds to go, it appears the Ticats are going to pull this one out. Unbelievably so. It didn't, it didn't look positive. At the start of the third quarter, BC capitalizing on a great drive, 11 plays, 80 yards. Mike Riley to Brian Burnham, a 40-yard TD. They go up 34-19. And then it's the Tiger Cats that just kind of chip away. Tunde Adelike with a interception that leads to a Harbalahu field goal. Mike Riley gets hurt after a high snap, injures his right ankle. Ticats eventually get the football back. David Watford in his Tiger Cats debut scores on a one-yard touchdown run. And then it's the Dane Evans to Brandon Bank show on what was a fantastic, potentially game-winning TD. So BC is going to get the football back with a mere seconds to go after a Harulahu punt. And the, the Lions are basically going to have to go the length of the field with seconds to go. And the Hamilton Tiger Cats with a couple of laterals from BC, they will finally win. So the Cats 6 and 2 officially after a 35-32 win over the BC Lions. Can you believe it? What a football game tonight. Let's go to Ron here who's called into the fifth quarter. Hey Ron. Early. Uh, I don't want to sound disappointed, okay? The defense hurt us fans in a big way, okay, with the number of points they allowed BC. I've seen the defense play better. Uh, what can I say? Brandon Banks, yes. Uh, overall, He's uh, the player of the game. He had a phenomenal game. Yeah, he did. Uh, but and Evans is up and coming. Okay, he's a good quarterback, but he's cold. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sold on him. He had he had his best game of his two and a half starts. There's no doubt about it. But well, I want to see a little bit more. Uh, for sure. Uh, I don't think he can match Mazzoli's uh, capability. Um, he's uh, Evans is our only hope, really. Well, yeah, there's no doubt about that, and I appreciate the call, Ron. Uh, yeah, it, it's the Dane Evans show or or bust, really. I mean, this team is going to go only as far as Dane Evans and the defense. And the special teams are going to carry them. Mark on Twitter writes, what a game. Triple exclamation point. Yes. And Allen says, offense, defense, and special teams all came together in the fourth quarter for this win. It wasn't pretty, but we stole that win. Frankie Williams is my player of the game. Yeah, Frankie Williams is going to get a lot of votes. Courtesy of his 108-yard kickoff return for a TD, and his punt return that set up the game-winning TD. He also had a punt return for a touchdown that was called back 
on an illegal block. So, whew, Frankie Williams put on a show tonight. Let's go to Jeff in Saskatchewan. Hey, Jeff. I disagree with you on Evans. Um, I think we had some kind of a running game and took the pressure off him always having to have to throw the ball, scramble, scramble, scramble. I think that would help him a tremendous amount. So I'm going to throw a little bit on the O-line. And people are clamoring about all oh, the defense come together. Defense was garbage again, I think, except for maybe one drive, which they needed at the end of the game. I thought they were terrible tonight. Again, another 100-yard rusher, another 400-plus yards on offense, 37 or 38 minutes uh, time of possession against. How many penalties tonight that helped BC score? How many touchdowns? So the defense, you said the defense, special teams, and Dane Evans will, will carry them as far as the uh, – as they want to go, I think it'll be Evans getting a running game, and the defense has to be better. Washington's defense, when he was in BC, wasn't very good, and I don't think the defense, I'll be honest, hasn't played good at all this year. They've given up 400 yards, I think, three times already this year, uh, over 100 yards rushing, I think, three times again this year. Um, I don't think they've been good at all. Special teams have been lights out. I would say that's probably the best part of the team so far this year has been special teams. Who's your player of the game tonight? I'm going to go with Dean Evans. I think he, he had a heck of a game tonight. Didn't turn the ball over. I think he had only five incompletions the whole game tonight. I'm going to go with Evans. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Dane Evans, uh, 23 of 32 tonight. Just shy of 72% completion percentage, 260 yards, couple of TDs. Back to the phones. Ron, is this the same Ron? Uh, Rick, uh, my phone's acting up. Uh, I apologize. Hey, no problem. Did you have something else to say? Uh, just that uh, a miraculous comeback in the dying moments, and uh, I'm proud of the Cats, but it, it, it hurts to watch the defense. Uh, pretty much that's it. You have a nice weekend and uh, what's left of it, okay, Rick? You got it. Thanks, Ron. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. You can email rick at 900chml.com, on Twitter at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. You can also watch on CHML's Facebook page where Thomas writes, Ticats got real lucky, 100-plus yards in flags, my player of the game, is offensive lineman Jesse Gibbon, who played great when called in action. I think that is the first time, certainly this year, and first time in a long time that an offensive lineman has been nominated for player of the game. The O-line was good. The O-line was good. I don't think BC got a sack tonight. I'm just going down to the sacks department in my stats package. And uh, no, no sacks tonight. For the BC Lions. Ticats got four sacks tonight. And I think in that department, this Ticats defense has done well. They've gotten to the quarterback. Now, it hasn't transpired into a lot of turnovers. Although Hamilton did win that battle tonight, 2 nothing. Uh, but the defense has to make more stops. I think that's probably the biggest complaint. Which, what Jeff was alluding to earlier. They give up a lot of yards... A lot of rushing yards, a lot of passing yards, take too many penalties. They need to clamp down in those departments. They're doing well in getting to the quarterback, doing well in quarterback pressures, doing okay in turnovers. But it's the coverage and the penalties 
and stopping the run, which we've seen from time to time, can be difficult for this D. That's where they got to start clamping down. We're going to take a quick break. we got Kevin waiting on the line. We've got more tweets and emails, Facebook posts as well. You're listening to the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. 28 more minutes left to play in this fifth quarter here on 900 CHML. It's powered by Eastgate Ford. My name's Rick Samprin. Thanks for tuning in once again. Here are the numbers to call if you want to chime in with your thoughts on tonight's game. Cast your vote for Player of the Game, 905-645-3221. Again, that's 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cellular device. You can also email your thoughts on tonight's game. Rick at 900CHML.com is the email address. We're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. You can send us a note on uh, that social media giant platform on Twitter as well, at Rick Samprin or at AM900CHML. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the Fifth Quarter Podcast wherever you download your favorite podcast, past episodes on 900CHML.com. So who is your player of the game? So far, the vote leader is Brandon Banks. He's my player of the game, outstanding on the first drive of this football game, and had a phenomenal catch at the end of this football game uh, for the winning score. Nine catches, 137 receiving yards, a couple of TD grabs. Dane Evans, as I mentioned, 23 of 32, 260 through the air, a couple of TDs. Running the football, uh, Cats they used a three-man backfield for uh, some of their uh, offensive players with uh, Cameron Marshall, the running back, uh, Braylon Addison, and Brandon Banks all in the backfield. Of course, Dane Evans in the gun. So it was a different look for the BC Lions. They hadn't seen that. No team has really seen that uh, thus far. And uh, Tommy Condell thought, hey, let's switch it up a little bit. They had some wildcat formations with Braylon Addison out there. Uh, Cameron Marshall, seven carries for 40 yards tonight. Addison, 5 for 38, and Dane Evans ran four times for 16 yards. And a couple of other pass catchers for the Ticats. Addison had seven catches for 46 yards. Jalen Acklin, 3 for 53. Um, Luke Tasker, only one catch tonight for three yards. He was very quiet. Had an opportunity to throw a touchdown to Dane Evans uh, in the fourth quarter and just missed uh, connecting with his quarterback for a TD. Simone Lawrence, the leading tackler in this ballgame, eight defensive takedowns tonight. He had a sack as well. Jagera Davis had two sacks, and Dylan Wynn had one, and interceptions by uh, Tunde Adelike and Richard Leonard. And for BC, Mike Riley, 21 of 28. He was very efficient tonight. 306 passing yards, two DDs, two interceptions. John White, 15 carries for 124 yards and a couple of touchdown runs. Uh, Mike Riley ran six times for 17 yards in a TD. And Brian Burnham had seven catches for 149 yards, a couple of TDs. Lamar Durant, six grabs for 89. And Deron Carter, just two catches for 17 yards. He was rather quiet tonight. Although on that front, Frankie Williams, no doubt about it, had a great game. But he also had a blunder in this game. And for him to choke Deron Carter at the end of one play, he got flagged for it. I think he's definitely got to get fined for that. The CFL cannot let that go without fining Frankie Williams. So I expect him to be a little lighter in the wallet after this game. 457 yards for BC tonight against Hamilton's 355. And we are talking about penalties earlier. 14 for the Cats for 109 yards. BC penalized six times for 53 yards. So there's some of the stats for you 
on this night, a Tiger Cats victory over the BC Lions 35-34. Randy on email writes, Hi Rick, a big win and a great comeback to win. Dane Evans pulls one off. Great game by Speedy B. He's my player of the game. Evans a close second. Evans gaining more confidence now. A rocket past Banks by Evans to win it. There seems to be no tougher CFL player now than Mike Riley. He's a warrior even if he's on the opponent's team. There is hope to salvage the season without Masoli. Oski Weewee, good night, Rick. Randy from Oakville. Anyhow, we understand that this season's not over just because Jeremiah Masoli is gone. Yeah, it's a big loss. Dane Evans has to find, I think, another gear. I like what he did tonight, but I think there's another gear to be had if this team wants to be a championship contender. And I... I'm I'm waiting to see it, and I hopefully we will see it this year. An email from uh, Stephen out in Penticton, B.C. Uh, one hell of a football game, Rick. No fingernails left after that one. We as fans can complain about this and that, but the bottom line is a win is a win. Two points. I missed last week's game as I was out of the country, but from what I have seen tonight, Evans is a keeper. Now three games up in the East. Player of the game, I have to give it to Speedy B. We are in good shape moving forward and yeah uh more than good shape six and two six points ahead of everyone else in the east division that is a good spot to be in let's go back to the phones and kevin from kitchener has called into the fifth quarter hey kevin thanks for calling hey rick how are you i'm not too bad yourself oh it was ugly (laughs) oh yeah it was for a while (laughs) but you know what two points is two points um the trifecta hit us again tonight Defense against the run, the pass, and the penalties were just terrible. Like some people want to complain about the refereeing. There's nothing wrong with the refereeing tonight. It was the players. It's lack of discipline, and that's going to be in the friggin' video room next uh, next week. Uh, Frankie Williams, amazing as usual. And you know, Dane, I watched uh, last game, and people complained about him. He stood in there. He proved he can run the ball. And you know what? He can take a hit, too, so I have no complaints about the game. It was two points. Yeah, at the end of the day, two points is two points, and this, I think the Ticats deserve, at the end of the day, all things considered, I think they deserve the two points. You can say BC deserved the two points as well, but I think I'd lean towards Hamilton. They made more of the big plays when all was said and done. And they, they did some trickery tonight, which was great. <laughs> like, you pay money to go see this game, and you want to see stuff like that, and it worked well for Hamilton tonight. Yeah, the, the Wildcat, you had the onside punt, you had a kickoff return for a touchdown, you had a punt return for a touchdown that was called back for a penalty, unfortunately, and it had a great play to win the game. I mean, what more do you want? And you're not going to see that in the NFL ever. Well, no fun maybe league. once in a generation. Never. <laughs> hey, Kevin, who's, uh, who's your player of the game today? I'm going to give it to Dane. He All right. stood in there. He's a trooper. He went through the controversy. Like He stood in there. Got to be him. Good call. Thanks for the call, Kevin. All right. Thanks, Rick. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. A couple of votes for Dane Evans as player of the game. Brandon Banks leads the voting summary with five. You can make your Vote for player of the game by calling in at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com or send us a tweet at am900chml or at Rick Samprin. We're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. You can send us a note there as well. As Bill did, he says, I'm here in Washington 
Uh, new Y-O-T-L? Is that a short form for something? New Yodel? I don't know. Uh, Chuck writes, wow, Mason, come back. Proud of the way our Ticats fought back and never gave up. Player of the game, Brandon Banks, Oski Wee Wee. Mark writes, I'm uh, here in Newburgh, the next town. I think Bill and Mark are having a discussion on CHML's Facebook page. I believe so. Well, here's what Bill writes afterwards. I'm here in Washingtonville, New York, USA. I'm watching with some buds, and they're hooked on the Canadian Football League and the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Well, hey, if you're going to be a CFL fan, you might as well like the Tiger Cats. This is why a CFL game is never over until it's over. Speedy B is the player of the game, no doubt. Jay writes, don't get me wrong, I love my Tiger Cats, but it seems every game is 50 minutes of heartbreaking dissatisfaction punctuated by 10 minutes of surprising brilliance to pull out a Cats win. It is a weekly exercise of exasperation. Go Cats, go. But Jay, doesn't that make it fun? I mean, not knowing what's going to happen, being, as you say, heartbreakingly dissatisfied for most of the game, and then seeing the surprising brilliance at the end of the game. That makes it fun. And uh, Heidi on CHML's Facebook page writes, A relief to get the W, kind of nerve-wracking second half. Glad the D came through at the end. Feel for Riley. What a trooper. Speedy B is my player of the game. Mike Riley, yeah, yeah, trooper, warrior, uh, this guy does it all, does it with grace, does it with power and precision. He's one of my favorite football players on the planet, no matter what the league. Kevin on email writes, Hi, Rick. The only thing I can say is poetic justice tonight. Not only did we have to beat an upbeat team, we had to beat the CFL officials. They completely were biased in the calling of this game tonight. Plus, we had to suffer uh, those TSN announcers as well. Kevin, uh, I'll have to disagree with you on the CFL officials. I thought I thought the penalties were penalties. The holdings, the illegal procedures, the offsides, the pass interferences, the illegal blocks, all that stuff, you got to call it. I don't think any referee goes into a game thinking, ah, you know what, I don't like this Ticats team. I'm going to make some calls against them. Just doesn't happen. These guys want to make the best calls because, A, they still want to be employed uh, with the league for years to come. B, they want the big games come playoff time and the Grey Cup, obviously. So I don't buy that officials are biased in any way. In any way. Tweet from Val at Rick Samprin writes, Tommy Condell, player of the game. Allen tweets, offense, defense, and special teams all came together in the fourth quarter for this win. It wasn't pretty, but we stole that win. Frankie Williams is my player of the game. Hashtag fifth quarter and hashtag go cats go. Mark writes, what a game. Jimmy V tweeting, my thoughts. Ty Cats got the job done. Evans on fire with a flaming emoji. My player of the game is Speedy B. Go cats go. Love it. And Bev tweets, a high Dane needs more games and will be known as the great Dane. Player of the game, number 37, which is Frankie Williams. Back to the phones. Michael in Hamilton has called the fifth quarter. Hey, Michael, thanks for calling. Hey, Rick, how's it going? Fantastic, you? Oh, Oski Wee Wee. It was a, a wonderful game tonight. Like, uh, loud as ever, the home crowd really stood up at the end of the game. Last week, I know you had a lot of people calling in, disappointed in the defense and giving up those points at the end of the game. And they held firm tonight. It was a beautiful thing. Who's your player of the game? I think Brandon Banks has to be my player of the game. Uh, there's not many that are going to argue with you. He was phenomenal tonight. Yeah, and you know what? I just want to make one other point. Like, uh, I know we don't have STE back today, but Marshall, he, he was weak in the passing game, but he, he made some action happen in the run game. 
I was a little disappointed in Addison getting so many touches out of the backfield today. It seemed in the second half and the end of the first, they weren't really working so well, and they just kept forcing the ball to him. I would agree with that. Michael, thanks for the call. Uh, I will say this. I think Tommy Condell sat down with the offense and said, hey, we're going to do something different because BC has been off for a couple of weeks. They're coming off the bye. They have seen tape of us all season long, um, seven games in, and they're seeing what we can do. Number one, Cameron Marshall's making his uh, tie can't stay pew tonight. Uh, number two, I think Condell said, what can we do differently instead of just handing the ball off to Cameron Marshall? We're going to have to work into this offense. Let's put Addison in the backfield. Let's put Addison in the Wildcat. Let's put Banks in the backfield with Addison and Marshall. I didn't mind that the touches were spread around. I would have liked Marshall to get a few more touches, but I like the trickery or the deception that Condell instituted in this week's package. Jim on Twitter tweets, Steinauer was savvy enough to take the field goal because he knew it would slow both his offense and defense, that he had confidence, great coaching player of the game, Frankie, with honorable mentions to Evans and Banks, good teams, win ugly, and it doesn't get much uglier. I wonder what the caller's reaction, what the fans' reaction, not only on the phones, but on Twitter and email and Facebook, what the reaction would have been if this Ticats team had lost, say, 34-28. They don't get that game-winning touchdown from Evans to Banks. Obviously, yeah, it's a different reaction, but I wonder how much different it would be. Ed on email, rick at 900chml.com, writes, Hi, Rick. We'll go down with speedy B player of the game due to the winning score. This team took BC for granted, and this is a wake-up call for the team. Too many penalties and missed assignments. Defense was asleep for most of the game. I will disagree with you, Rick, and many fans, but I think Dane Evans is the QB of the future. He is the style of Roger Staubach and Aaron Rodgers due to his dad and his background and passion for the game. He is committed and passionate. He was not rattled by BC and made passes that the receivers dropped. My opinion is he is the franchise QB. Masoli, you know, I've supported in the past, but he is hot and cold and has many interceptions. Masoli is up for renewal, but I would let him go. And when you see Evans the rest of the season, then you will agree. Ticats are number one in the league to continue to win. There is a lot of video to review, and people have to do better. Go Ticats, go. All the best, Ed. Well, I will say this, that we know that Jeremiah Masoli is out for the rest of the season. He's got the torn ACL. He's not coming back. He is a free agent in the offseason. He is going to have a big question mark hanging over his head because of the injury. And not only that, we know that the XFL is coming in the uh, stateside. We know that June Jones is with the Houston team in the XFL. We know that June and Jeremiah got along here in Hamilton. Will June Jones be calling on Jeremiah Masoli to say, hey, come play for my XFL team? And uh, Dane Evans has signed for two more years after this season for Hamilton, so doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that Dane Evans is probably the future quarterback of the Hamilton Tiger Cats if he continues to win football games. One last break. Uh, we'll get to Jason, who's on the phone in a matter of minutes. More emails, tweets, Facebook posts as well. You're listening to The Fifth Quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Dane Evans to Brandon Banks' 23-yard game-winning TD with just over a minute to go to give Hamilton a 35-34 win over 
the BC Lions. Cats now 6-2 and two on the season. Uh, number one in the Canadian Football League, given their tiebreak win over the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And the 6-2 and two Cats will visit the 3-5 and five Ottawa Red Blacks uh, one week from tonight, Saturday, August the 17th. It's uh, actually an afternoon game, 4 p.m. start time. We'll be on the air at 7 p.m. for the fifth quarter. Shannon on Twitter says, not even the refs could beat the Ticats tonight. Player of the game, Dane Evans, hashtag fifth quarter. Mike tweets, they never make it easy. Special teams kept us in it. Player of the game, Addison, he does anything asked of him and does it well. Mark tweets, this is the kind of game champions win. D played mediocre, lots of flags, still got it done, Player of the game, Speedy B, hashtag fifth quarter. Jeff writes, huge win. They snatched victory from the jaws of defeat. Player of the game, Banks, honorable mention, Addison. They need to get Tasker the ball more often. Jen writes, wow, what a finish. Frankie Williams, player of the game. Jim on Twitter says, well, sometimes you have to win ugly, but I'll take it. Both Speedy and Williams deserve player of the game honors, but Dane Evans also needs a shout-out for coming up big when it counted. And Pete simply tweets, Dane Evans. Uh, have one more, oh, actually a couple more emails. Alan writes, hi, Rick. The game was scary at the third quarter, and I had to go to work when it was 34-19, and I thought we were done. And all of a sudden, my friend tells me that he was at the game, and we won. We fought and won in the last quarter. My jaw dropped. I thought he was joking with me and had to look online. We're 6-2, and two, tied for first. Dane Evans showed us that he can do this. Brandon Banks can catch the bullet. Frankie Williams can do kick returns and play corner. When Delvin Bro comes back, I think Frankie Williams should play Leonard's spot. I thought a few times Leonard cost us some dear penalties tonight, and he is... Uh, as he did the last game also. I'm excited to play Ottawa and then Toronto Labor Day. Let's win now because after Labor Day, I believe it's Calgary, Edmonton, and then Winnipeg three weeks on the road. Yikes, player of the game, Brandon Banks. Uh, I will say one thing, Frankie Williams, yeah, he can he can return the rock, that's for sure. But uh, when Delvin Bro comes back from the injured list, he's going to take Jamal Roll's spot because Roll was in for Bro tonight. One more email as well. Uh, oh, it's back from uh, Stephen in uh, Penticton, B.C. Rick, I just wanted to add to our great fans that thought Al Bradbury and his crew were biased. Nothing that I saw proved that. Rest well knowing Jake the Snake Ireland, who is very biased against our cats, is no longer wearing stripes on the field. Dumb penalties can be coached out and will be Oski Wee Wee. Yeah, well said. Uh, Mike on our Facebook page says, great to see Watford get his first TD as the Ticat Go-Cats go. Yeah, he scored a one-yard TD uh, towards the end of the game, made it 34-28 for BC, and they missed the extra point. Hence the game-winning TD from uh, Evans to Banks. Jason's on the line from Hamilton. Hey, Jason, thanks for calling the fifth quarter. Hey, how you doing, Rick? I'm good. How about you? Oh, I'm feeling awesome. It was an exhilarating win. Yes, it was. What would you think about the win? Who were uh, what were some of the highlights for you? Well, for me, I um, I, I really like Dane Evans tonight. I think he was kind of up against it. Uh, the one kickoff uh, was Tucker missed, and we ended up deep in the end. And I think Zane was up. I think Dane was up against it, but he he proved to be uh, to come back and win it for us. He pulled it out. He showed uh, he showed a lot in that game winning drive because yeah, it was aided by the Frankie Williams punt uh, or. Uh, uh, punt return but he still had to make those throws he still had to make those plays oh for sure and then, then the other thing that i was kind of astonished about was the uh, missed convert by uh 
by Liram, they, how he freaked out after the game, after they they announced it wide. I, I've never, I can't remember ever seeing a kicker go crazy like that. My only thought is he thought it was good, but you clearly saw, I was watching it on actually my smartphone, that it just squeaked wide right at the end. Oh, I, I well, where I sit, I'm at, uh, I'm at center field on the second level and, uh, my wife and I have season tickets. We've been there for a while, and uh, yeah, we like we couldn't see if it was wide or not. But I've never seen a kicker lose it like that. I thought it was kind of a little crazy, but yeah. Well, it was a big kick. Who's your uh, player of the game tonight? I, I I give it to Dane Evans. I like I said, I think he showed a lot of resiliency, and I think he shows a lot of promise. He's got he's got quite he's got quite a ball. His best game in the Ticats uniform, I think for sure. Jason, appreciate the call. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks a lot. You too. Back to the phones we go, and Jeff's on the line here in Hamilton. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Rick. How are you? I'm good. You? Good, good. Um, I was gearing up to call in and complain about everything, but, you know, the way that ended was, <laughs> I mean, you're right. Everyone's saying it wasn't pretty, but, you know, when it comes down to it, you need a guy who's going to come through in those clutch situations. That last minute, that last couple minutes, and, you know, I mean, that return was beautiful, but, he did what he was supposed to do, and he got us to he got us to win, which is that's perfect. That's what you want out of a quarterback, and you know did, he's coming together. I think he, he's going to be good. He's going to be good. He's getting better every week. That's the thing I I want to see, and that's the thing everyone is seeing is that we're seeing progress. We're seeing uh, yeah. not by leaps and bounds. It's you know incremental, steady progress, which is good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, I noticed I was watching on TSN. After Frankie Williams ran back that that return, <laughs> they showed a shot of Jeff Reinbold standing on the side with a huge grin on his face, and he, he's got every reason to be doing that because he's got those special teams clicking, man. He's uh, a genius at it, that's for sure. Jeff, appreciate the call. Thanks, uh, 905-645-3221 if you want to come on in in the last couple of minutes of play here. Big win tonight for the Tiger Cats, 35-34 over the BC Lions. In a game that, you know, for the most part, the Ticats were playing well. Uh, they seemed to lose their rhythm late in the first half. BC takes the lead into the into the half uh, through the third quarter, into the early portions of the fourth quarter, up 34-19 at one point in the fourth, and the Ticats just chipped away. Steinhauer was patient. At one point, it was... Third and goal from the six, and I'm sure some fans were thinking, hey, let's go for it with 10 minutes to go. But he kicks the field goal. Ticats eventually get the football back. They get a one-yard TD run from Watford, score another TD, Evans to Banks, and this team is suddenly, not suddenly, but this team is now 6-2, and two, number one in the CFL's East Division. Number one in the CFL, because they have the tiebreak over Winnipeg. Well, thanks to all our callers, emailers, tweeters, Facebook messengers as well. I want to give a shout-out to Corey watching on Facebook as well. This was a big win tonight for the Tiger Cats, and they will go into Ottawa with an opportunity to extend their lead in the East Division. That game will be a 4 o'clock kickoff time. We'll be on the air with the fifth quarter at 7. Our player of the game voted by you, the fans, is Brandon Banks. Our fifth quarter fan of the night is Michael. Great call, Michael. And a big thanks to producer Lorraine Postma as well. My name's Rick Samprin. Thanks for listening and watching to the fifth quarter here on 900 CHML. <laughs>
The fifth quarter after every Ticats game on AM 900 CHML. The fifth quarter podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your podcast from. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.